your host, Sam, and I'm here because, as always, I believe that every question in life can be answered by watching the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions and the special features. We've got a lot of fun questions today, so let's dive on in. This first question comes from the Samwise text line. It reads, How do you deal with a not-so-nice, incompetent boss that makes life hard for you? Ugh, I am so sorry you're going through this right now. Eomer and the writers of Rohan went through something similar when Theoden lost his mind to Saruman. Theoden was incompetent, passively cruel, and so difficult that he banished Eomer for doing his job. Eomer, however, continued to work hard toward his goal of keeping Rohan safe. He banded together with his fellow writers, and he pressed on. Now, in your life, pressing on... Banding together with your fellow writers, it could include working with your colleagues and exploring alternate avenues for you and your skills within your company. It could also include reaching out to friends who are in your industry or similar industries for jobs, or just doing your best in hopes that others see that you're a hard worker and your boss is the one that needs some correction. But no matter what, don't let one bad job keep you from your professional goals. Eomer knew that his job was to protect his people, regardless of what Theoden was up to, which was actively not protecting his people. So he just kept pressing on. He had his goals, and when the company, the boss, when uh, when Theoden didn't work out, he found another place to do that. Now, alternatively, you could be more of a work-to-live person, where your goals exist sort of outside your job or outside of a career track, or maybe you have really high-minded ideals, uh, more of a calling that you're pursuing. In that case, look to Pippin while he was working for Denethor. He thought he was joining a cause when he pledged himself, and he ended up joining a crazy person. So while he kept working for Denethor out of a sense of self-preservation, he found workarounds to not only achieve his own goals, but to kind of subvert Denethor, who was a bully and a bad leader. This included working with Gandalf to light the beacons, and saving Faramir when Denethor tried to burn them together. If your boss is a bully and is making life miserable for you in unprofessional ways, or is extending their unprofessionalism to affect other co-workers, find your work, Gandalf. Someone who sees your potential and can mentor or guide you through this phase. And look for the small but meaningful areas of rebellion if you can. Good luck. This question also comes from the Samwise text line. It reads, My baby bro is having a kid soon. How do I become the best aunt that I can be? Oh my goodness, congratulations. This is so awesome. Also awesome? My younger brother and sister-in-law just had the baby that they told me about in previous episode number 16, Unlikeliest of Creatures. Everyone's healthy, everyone's happy, and I am so, so very excited to be an aunt, and they're understandably very excited to be parents. The little nugget is super cute. Anyway, as I said, I had some advice there, and it was mostly directed at parents, but I think it's always worth looking at what Lord of the Rings has to say about inspiring our future family, chosen or otherwise. I think today, let's take a look at what each of the kind of taller members of the Fellowship offered toward the hobbits on the journey. 
I know the hobbits were adults and grown, but they had also led pretty sheltered lives and were thrust into a big, crazy, crumbling, falling apart world at the brink of destruction. And not to sound alarmist, but that's kind of how I feel waking up most mornings. <laughs> so I think it helps all of us. It helps those of us that are going to be aunts that are new aunts to take a look at the ways that the more experienced members of the party helped the younger ones and helped build, ultimately, a better future for Middle-earth. We'll start with Gandalf. Always have fireworks and a joke on hand. Be good to nature so that'll help your little friends when they really need it. I think that's something we should all really be taking to heart right now. Um, not just the seriousness of like maintaining our earth and making it better for the future and, and actually caring for nature, but also to find those moments of levity, to be a little bit of a disturber of the peace in the life of your niece or nephew. Aragorn taught us, teaches us, to love beyond our perceived shortcomings. Aragorn had a lot of insecurities. He was constantly questioning whether or not he deserved to be a leader. But Frodo, Sam, Pippin, and Merry never thought of him, even when he was Strider, as a flawed and reluctant king who was a mess inside. No, he was the first sword that was offered to help them. The best advice, the surest leader, the calm in the chaos. Let your little one look up to you, and don't let your insecurities get in the way. From Gimli, we learn to show our emotions. He cried for his uncle when he saw Balin in the Mines of Moria. He pined for Galadriel and told her how he felt. Even though he knew it would mean rejection, it also formed a friendship. It formed a closeness because of his honesty. He fought to keep the ring out of bad hands, even when he was being kind of misguided about it. But, but he was passionate, and he loved a good contest. He loved his friends. And these are all quality aunt and uncle traits. From Legolas, we learn to put aside our prejudices and ego in an attempt to make the world better. He was a shining example. He was a highly skilled person, or a highly skilled elf, rather. He had way more skills, way more balance, way more ability to walk on top of snow than anyone else in the fellowship. And when we first meet him, he was kind of an ass. He had to be told to settle down, to tamp his fire. And not because not because you shouldn't show emotion. Obviously, Gimli taught us that that's important. But because sometimes we let our own egos get in the way of our capabilities. And I think if we can be that example, if we can put aside our egos, our prejudices, admit when we're wrong, if we can learn and make space for a lot of people and a lot of loves in our lives then we are going to be setting a great example for the children that we have the privilege of knowing and loving as our nieces and nephews. From Boromir, we learn that anyone can be redeemed. We are going to mess up, just like Boromir messed up with Frodo. But we can also come correct. We can fix our shortcomings. We can admit them and we can stand back up after we've fallen to the ring, and we can do better, we can fight harder, we can make a better world. The hobbits all needed guidance as much as they needed friends. Sam and Frodo especially, like, they literally needed people who are willing to clear a path for them to save the world. Being an aunt or an uncle, it's a really cool opportunity to show someone a better world and to know that they're watching. Embrace that journey. Good luck and congratulations. Thank you.
received kind of a neat question slash follow-up from the Samwise email account. It reads, Dear the great and wise Sam, I just want to thank you for the podcast. You've answered a couple of questions for me in the past, and it's really helped me see things in a different way, and it's helped me move forward in my life. Right now, I'm the happiest I've been in a long time, and some of that has to do with the advice that has helped me get to where I am. I guess there wasn't really a question there, so I'll just put one at the end of this. What is your favorite color? Sorry, it's the best I can come up with. Thanks. Thank you. It really makes me feel good to know that these movies and the wisdom contained within them have been able to help you, and I'm really glad to hear that you're so happy. Now, as far as my favorite color, I would have to say maybe green. It looks really good on me. The green Lord of the Rings box looks good on my shelf. It's the color of the leaves of Lorien, and they don't fall in vain. And I think green is just a nice, it's a unifying color. It looks good on most people, and that makes me feel good. Uh, so yeah, go green. <laughs> And that brings us to the end of today's podcast. I want to apologize for the sound quality in this last little chunk. There are fireworks going off in my neighborhood, and my dog has decided that she needs to be right under my desk, breathing heavily. So, apologies. Anyway, that aside, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, listener, for your feedback. If you have a question or comment or would like to respond to maybe the Enneagrams that we posted or that we talked about last week, give me a call at 608-561-2755. Texting works too. Or you can email me at sam.wise.ath at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram at SammyJane613, and you can reach out through the After the Hype social channels on Twitter and Instagram at ATH Podcast, and on Facebook at After the Hype. You should also check out ATHPod.com. We have a boatload of awesome podcasts, including Demon Days, an actual play podcast in which I play Lisa, a tiefling, on a campaign with some other awesome tieflings. It's really heating up into something cool, a really fantastic mystery. There's also Venture Bros, a Venture Brothers podcast, which I think is starting season five soon, After the Hype, which just covered Captain Marvel, and a brand new podcast called Damage Boost that you should also check out. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, Once again, you can reach out to me with your questions, comments, whatever at 608-561-2755 or sam.wise.ath at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and to talking to you again next Tuesday. Bye!